White Ice, uh, 2018, a year of questions and conversations on race with United Methodist clergy and laity focusing on the 50 years after merger and how it has affected African-American congregations and their communities. My name is Vincent Harris, your host for this podcast, and we will explore uh, over the year conversations on yesterday's perspective on race, today's context of race in uh, United Methodist churches, and also visions for tomorrow. We will have guests from all walks of life, and we uh, hope that you will be able to join us in these conversations. Today, we are still talking about racism, uh, the church's unfinished business. I'm here today with Austin Frederick, uh, who is a good friend as well as a colleague. Uh, He works uh, in the uh, San Antonio area and has been a part of the United Methodist Church for years and has various experiences uh, and insight on on race. Uh, We're going to ask the obvious question first. Uh, Do you believe racism remains uh, the most challenging issue for the church and society today? Briefly, yes, it is. I think it's doing well because it's been masked under uh, what I have labeled as liberal racism. The church and society know the right words to say to diffuse our uh, pushing uh, and uh, is masked by uh, token kinds of appointments, token kinds of gestures uh, in regards to uh, race, but yet I believe now for me and some of my experience is that it's liberal racism that is really challenging in what we face. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, How do you challenge those that speak about supporting you? And um, that's a hard conversation because they don't want to hear it because they think they're doing uh, right by you. So why would you raise question uh, to someone that that comes across, at least verbally, as your friend and supporter? But yet at the same time, when push comes to shove, uh, in terms of especially within the appointed process, uh, they'll say it's not racism, but they will put it on something else sure. and uh, sure. so that's that's why I think it's doing that it's alive well. and well yeah yeah uh, you you've seen the uh, the years go by between uh, 1968 and 2018 these 50 years of of merger uh, and, and and how race has played an integral part and in, in how uh, people are um, are seen on a scale of one to ten where would you place the United Methodist Church on its um, on its scale of, of, of dealing with race relations uh, within the denomination? <clears throat> I would give it a six. Okay, I, I, I'd go, I, I'd use a six because that's a positive side of five and, and, and it's not all negative. Okay. Uh, but, but there's still a ways to go to get to, to, to seven, eight, nine, and ten, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would give it a six. Okay. Uh, other things have... Uh, the church has reprioritized itself in various issues, uh, uh, hunger, uh, AIDS, all of those are, are worthy ministries and things. And um, again, where I see that that, that mask uh, 
the, 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 the racism that is, in fact, going on. Yeah. Uh, the church believes it's moved on, mm. and it hasn't. When you say the church believes it's moved on, I think I had a statistic somewhere along uh, 90% Anglo, uh, about 8% African American now. So, uh, so the church that you're speaking of is the broader church and those who make up the majority. And I'm talking about uh, not the church of Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the institutional church. Sure, uh, in that. sure, uh, sure. Um, with merger, I think there were some hopes. Uh, do you think that merger has hindered or helped uh, the potential of black Methodists uh, and, and their churches and leadership? I think it is. It, it has hindered the potential. Okay. Uh, and, and when I re- think about that question is that potential is something that is always there. And yet when those instances in which the Methodist Church and its leaders stifle that that potential mm-hmm. or set up roadblocks mm-hmm. uh, in in that uh, those kinds of ventures that uh, in that those instances then then it hasn't hindered uh, we've lost the sense of, with merger, obviously, we've lost the sense of community mm-hmm. and interrelationships that would bolster mm-hmm. the African Americans and churches. Okay. 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 Uh, it's not a negative, uh, but um, you know, we take our leaders and we put them in other churches mm-hmm. and or on boards and agencies, <clears throat> serve beyond the local church, which is well and good. Um and part of that, the African uh, Methodist Church has to own, yeah. that, that they haven't stepped up to yeah. keep those leaders and, uh, uh, and to grow them themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I think that it kind of leads into this place that, that I've been challenged with as well, is that you know, most of our churches, Anglo and, and African American as well, but, but our churches, in particular in the black community, have, have been in decline, closing or closed. Uh, and so, um, seeing that, and you've been around the uh, the denomination, what are some things that you think would be helpful that could turn the tide? Not not in a you know real specific sense, but what what are some ways that could be uh, things addressed? Maybe? I think one one is 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 embracing who we are called to be as as Methodist. Okay, I, I think one of the the reasons for decline has been. Part of my experiences as a district superintendent and an assistant is that oftentimes we, in our search for clergy leadership and lay leadership, and, and, and this goes across all churches, mm-hmm. is that we, we get people from other denominations and they want to bring their faith traditions mm-hmm. into play, okay. uh, which, if nothing more, challenges who we are as United Methodists. Mm-hmm. Uh, one case in point would be, again, the appointive system when you have lay leadership and at some point some cabinets uh, lean towards a call system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not who we are. Right. We are an appointive system. And that appointment has allowed, for me, the Methodist Church uh, to to 
elevate and to help ethnic leadership in various places within the institutional church, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we, we, when we drift away from me, when we drift away whom we have, God has called us to be as Methodist, mm-hmm. United Methodist specifically, mm-hmm. and we allow people uh, with good intentions to bring their faith traditions, mm-hmm. and we do not, it's not up, it's not an either or, it's a both and, yeah. but it is to say we have to be clear in who we are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would help us yeah. in doing that. One of the things that I think is important to, to, to help us kind of move forward on in our own place is that we get in our own way a lot of times. Have you seen places where, you know, African American churches, leadership, have, have really been obstacles to breaking down race relations rather than uh, being uh, helpful in that process? Where, where do you see that we have been in our own way, have gotten in our own way? When we cease to be and live out who we are as African Methodists, mm-hmm. when we have strong African American churches, mm-hmm. we come from a position and and of of strength. Okay. Okay, we're not we're not begging for 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 minimum salary. We're not struggling when we have staff, church staff and things like that 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 that, that shows a strong church. Mm-hmm. Then we can challenge. Okay. Then we can give voice. Yeah. But when you're when you're when you're when you're coming at it from a welfare mentality then you take the cheese that's passed out to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when, when we were a part of the movement, the struggle, so to speak, uh, we were engaged in civil rights, uh, activism. Uh, we did a lot that seemed to, to bolster the, uh, the energy, the motivation in, in churches. Today, what would be that equivalent? Do we have anything that really helps us to, to gain the kind of Pride and, and, and energy and focus that, that 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 the civil rights movement gave us at that time. Yeah. Well, in the civil rights movement, for me, uh, we had a common enemy. Okay. A common motivator, okay. if you will, uh, and we've lost that, thinking that we've gotten over or we have progressed to the point that that's no longer relevant or 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 a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, again, to gain that is, again, for me, is, is a self-actualization, a self-pride, and, again, whom God has called us to be, mm-hmm. that we will find and be able, to, again, to, to, to progress and claim what is rightfully ours mm-hmm. as, as a black church. Sure, sure. Uh, you've been a, a member uh, and, and attended BMCR for a number of years. Um, do you know what kind of or is there uh, a plan to address racism uh, uh, at all? Or uh, has it become uh, BMCR, I'm talking about, silent in the fight for racial justice? Yeah, I, I think that BMCR has, to be kind would be to say to move, has moved on. Uh, the leadership of BMCR has not been as strong and as visionary uh, as it should be. I, I remember my first BMCR meeting where uh, bishops led workshops mm-hmm. teaching 
um, equipping mm -hmm. both laity and clergy. That no longer takes place. Uh, to be honest with you, we get into plenary, mm -hmm. and next thing you know, uh, we're off off the beaten track. Mm -hmm. I think that BMCR has moved to a a uh, uh, which I think a lot of the African American churches have done is they have moved into a praise mm -hmm. kind of of church style. Mm -hmm as opposed to discipleship, as opposed to uh, Sunday schools uh, or teaching uh, kinds of evangelism, all those kinds of things have, have gone by the wayside. And, and what, what is replaced is that, okay, all we want to do in, in older terms is, is, is shout them on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've done that, and, 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 and we have too many leaders I believe that feel that that's all there is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and and and, and uh, that has, in my opinion, crippled the church in regards to uh, again uh, sermons that that teach mm -hmm. and equip mm -hmm. and inspire. Yeah, uh, it's now uh, again all about the hoop. Well, you know, this is, you know, very important, I think, for people to hear, uh, especially those who are not in the church, uh, those who uh, are, are trying to figure out what does it mean to be connected to God in a faith relationship. But also, when you talk about black Methodists, you talk about United Methodists, and you talk about racism, uh, there, there has to be, I think, you know, with this, some dealing with what has happened in the past and how we might be able to move to the future. So... Uh, as far as outcomes are concerned, you know, you, you've seen this. Is there an outcome that you can, can think of that, that, that we would need to look for as we look into the future? You know, what, what can we kind of envision as far as our relations with others in race, especially blacks in the United Methodist Church? Well, I, I think, again, uh, the, the outcome for me is a strong, vibrant and, and relevant local church. The discipline has it right. That's where disciple-making takes place. And when that happens, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a glory to God. It's a glory to the community in which the church is located. Uh, our, our brothers and sisters of, of, of different kinds of, of races, when they see that happening, mm -hmm. then I, I think, again, African-Americans experience has led the way to other people's fighting for their rights, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps sometimes misguided, but but they 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 identify mm -hmm. with our struggle, right? And uh, and that's good in the sense and positive as, as being an inspiration to them. But at the same time, we, in my opinion, have not taken it to the next level. Yeah, this is. Uh ongoing conversation that we'll have especially as it relates to race and, and, and how we can uh, begin to impact and, and it just doesn't go uh, one way. It's not a one way conversation mm -hmm. as you can, you can tell. We have to figure out how we can deal with this ourselves into the very near future because we have changes that are happening in the general church uh, and so the question becomes how do we fit into this place and how do we fit ourselves into this place. Uh, this is Austin Frederick with me today. Uh,
he's come in to kind of share with us, and I appreciate his time. Uh, thank you for being a part of the conversation. This is White Ice, and we will uh, be talking with you.